Today's podcast is presented by PodGo. PodGo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from PodGo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add Fruit and Flourishing in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Thank you, Podgo, for supporting this podcast. Hello, beautiful angels, beautiful people, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Fruit and Flourishing podcast. I'm so happy you're here. My name is Lisa Madison. I'm the owner of The Flourishing Space, where I offer one-on-one coaching for kids, teens, and adults, alongside workshops and blogs and all the fun things. I specialize in intuitive eating disorder recovery, mindset and personal development, confidence, careers, goal setting, and much more. For more information, you can check out my website or follow my Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Website is theflourishingspace.ca, Instagram, Facebook at theflourishingspace. And while I have you here, please give this podcast a rating and review because it's so appreciated and it really helps the show out. And honestly, good karma will only come your way. So hi, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope this sunshine is just fueling your soul. Um, I know I feel like I've been a little inconsistent with the podcast lately. Well, like last week, I didn't upload a regular episode, but I did get an affirmations episode up and I didn't upload a Monday Motive. And I know this episode's going up late. I don't know. I've just kind of been... I don't want to say in a podcast slump, but I feel like sometimes I I lack inspiration on what I want to talk about. Um, and I think that was kind of happening. And maybe I just, I was just in need of like new, I don't know, like a new motivation, I new information. I'm not too sure what it was. I also like, even when I, I did get the motivation to record something it always came out in writing so I would write instead and then I'm like oh this would be good to talk about on the podcast and then I'm like well I don't feel like sitting down and recording so that's on me that was just my own little slump going on but you know we're back and I'm going to just stay as consistent as I can but as I always say I strive on making sure I'm providing like safe and reliable and just informative knowledge with you guys I don't just want to put up cookie cutter episodes for no reason I want to make sure there's um, value behind it and a reason behind what I upload um, because it's something that I'm really passionate about as well so I believe everything happens for a reason and timing is always working in my favor so whatever happens, happens. But funny enough, I was a little stuck on what I wanted to talk about this week. And one of my dancers actually, shout out to Olivia. Hi, Olivia, gave me the idea to maybe talk about, not talk about, but ask people what they want advice on. So like I had a bunch of teenagers reaching out to me, which I think is fantastic. Um, young adults and just, you know, give a, do a little advice segment on that kind of stuff. Cause 
I've lived those tween years. I've lived the teen years. I've lived the early 20 years. And let me tell you, they are a hell of a time. Um, Those are like big growing years and we're here now and we made it out alive. So I'm here to share my story. Again, this advice is just totally based off of like my personal experience and just my own knowledge, totally my own opinion. So don't come for me, just enjoy. So let's get into it. The first one, advice on not stressing about things and to get better at enjoying things and just trusting the process. I like this question, especially coming from such a young person. I think it's really good to learn um, how to do this at such a young age. So I've talked about this before. I probably made podcast episodes about it, but this is something that I struggled with for years. And it's honestly something that I still struggle with some days. Um, I get really worked up about the future or I get like way too excited about the future that I can't even focus on the present or I become very fixated on the past and like I go down memory lane and I crave that past again and I'm unable to accept where I am because I just get very sad that I've grown up. So it can be very hard to actually live in the now, especially when I feel like there's so much pressure put on young people these days, you know, like by age 16, they're trying to make you figure out what career you should have and making sure you're all set up for school. Um, They don't just kind of let you live and trust the process. It's like, we're always planning for the next year, the next chapter. When are you having babies? When are you getting married? Like there's always something and we're engraved to believe that life has to be on a timeline, which we all have our own individual timelines and it takes a lot to get there. But the best advice, and I've said this multiple times, I'm sure many, if any of my clients are listening to this, they're going to be like, oh my God, here she goes again. Facts, not fiction. This changed my perspective on everything. So for example, if I was stressing about the future or an event coming up and I was feeling really anxious about it, Uh, Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was, I don't know, something that's supposed to happen in my future. And I'm already, I'm already getting myself worked up over it, or I'm creating scenarios in my head of how it might go about. Focus on the facts and not the fiction. If we look at our future, it is literally our imagination. Like we cannot predict the future. We can't predict what's going to happen a minute from now. I don't even know what I'm going to say 30 seconds from now. Like that is our pure imagination that we are creating for ourselves, which is kind of weird to think about. But the more that we can focus on the facts of what is happening right now in this moment and not the fiction that we're creating in our head, it will allow you to just trust the process and actually live in the moment. So If I'm convincing myself that, okay, I have to go to this event on the weekend and, oh, it's going to be so scary. There's going to be these people there and I don't want to see this person and this person's mean to me and they're going to, they're probably going to say this about me and I'm going to feel really awkward and really scared. This isn't actually happening, but I'm just giving a piece of advice. I mean, I'm still in lockdown. Like I'm not going to a big party by any means. Don't get it twisted. Um, But if we're creating that in our head, okay, no, let's look at the facts here. That was the fiction we created. What are the facts? The facts are... I'm going to an event this weekend and this person's going to be there. Maybe. That person might not even show up. This person might be there, but I'm going to an event this weekend. That's it. Like that is the fact. 
everything else we have created in our mind. We have created that scenario. We have created that fiction. We wrote that story ourselves. Um, In terms of the past, we simply cannot go back. Like we simply cannot time travel back 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever has happened has already happened and it happened for a reason. And the more that you can look at everything you've done in life, every single step you've taken, every decision you've made, every conversation you've had, every person you've run into, any test you've taken in school, any friend you've made, any friend you've lost, anything like that, that has those are your stepping stones that has gotten you to where you are. So if we just look at, you know, we can't go back in time. We can't change that. Everything that has happened has led us to where we are meant to be right now. Then we know that all we have is this moment. And all we can do is simply take it day by day, minute by minute, and just enjoy the now. Like we don't get these moments back. So just enjoy the process. How do you start your own business? Okay, so this is a big, not big, but a very, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) And who trusted me to start my own business? Anyways, I have owned a couple businesses and I also went to school for business and entrepreneurship. It's actually the first time I've ever graduated with honors in my life. Um, But honestly, guys, My biggest advice, find something you're passionate about and make it your business. If you, you can literally make a business out of anything. You can make your job out of anything. So if you are somebody who wants to start your own business, this is something that you're going for. Find what makes you happy and create that. What I have learned is that you you are like a product. Okay. I want to, I want to word this correctly because that sounds weird. So for me, let's look at, let's look at the flourishing space, for example. Okay. I knew that I wanted to turn my passion or sorry, turn my trauma into a purpose. I wanted to take my battles and make it my passion, which is what I did. And I wanted to help others. I wanted to use the tools that I've learned throughout my development and help others do the same. Then I look at myself and I'm like, okay, what are my two biggest strengths that I've always admired about myself? And these are things that I've actually thought about myself for years. Like whenever I got this question, I would always say these two things. And that is that I'm able to make people feel comfortable and that I am a really good listener and I give good advice. Like uh, that's something that even when I was younger, people would say to me, I'm, I remember my dad would come up to me when I was like nine years old and he would see me with my friends and he would be like, you're a really good friend. And my sister would always say like, I need to pay you for advice. Like you always know what I need to hear. And that's something that I pride myself for and making people, people feel comfortable is number one for me. I, I don't know if it's throughout life. Maybe I feel like I was put in situations where I didn't feel comfortable, but I have this thing about me where I instantly make people feel safe and I love that. So I'm like, okay, what can I do? How can I use this to make others feel safe? How can I use my strengths for better? How can I take my passions and make it something more? And that's what I did. So number one, being passionate about it is the key, taking something that taking your strengths, taking your values, taking things you love, um, and simply enjoy doing and creating something out of that. Now, if we want to get more technical, 
honestly, all it comes down to, like I would just start with social media and I would just start with like, maybe you create a website and Instagram, um, take it slow. I would take it day by day. I think we feel like when you start a business, yes, it's a lot of work and it takes a lot of time and energy, but you need to have that balance, um, working at it little by little every day to start and then kind of growing from there. I have found from the first business I ever owned, I went like full force, did not focus on myself, did not focus on anything but the business. And, um, it took over me. And that's when I lost my passion and I just couldn't do it anymore. So being able to have the balance of taking care of yourself, making sure you have the balance with relationships in your life and like actually living a life, not just your business, that's when you really thrive. So those are my two biggest pieces of advice. Um, And then I don't know if you want me to get into, you know, getting your business license and all that stuff, but that just kind of comes with it. But truly, number one thing, take something you're passionate about, take your strengths and create something wonderful. How does a young person make money while in school? So this is a good question. Um, And I don't know if this person, because this person also asked me about how to start your own business. So that's something that you can also do while in school. Like if you have a small side hustle, this could be it, could bring in some extra income while you're in school. Um, and cause you know, your schedule is a little more, if your schedule is lenient and like if you're in post-secondary education, especially your schedule is a little more lenient. So you're able to have more of a side hustle. Um, but then of course there are other like small jobs that you can do as well. Um, I know for me, So I was teaching dance when I was in college, which was really helpful because I did that on the weekends and a couple days a week, I think, but I was able to work it with my schedule. So teaching dance was a really good job for me to make extra money and honestly nannying and babysitting. That was also really good income for me. Um, yeah. Hopefully that's helpful, but I know a lot of people who are in post-secondary education get jobs um, as servers. It's really good money. You can pretty much get jobs anywhere, I guess. I maybe not. Maybe I'm not the best person to answer that, considering I dropped I dropped out of college like four times, but not four. That's being dramatic, but it is what it is. Okay, how do I manage everything like school activities, work, driving school, etc. That's a lot. For a teenager, that is a lot. Um, It all kind of just comes down to time management. And I think this is really important for teenagers to have a lot going on. I mean, not so they're so overworked to the point that they're unhappy, um, but to have a lot going on to teach them time management skills is really important. So it all kind of comes down to scheduling yourself wisely, creating a routine for yourself to make it all work. Um, you know, if you have to time batch a little bit, so we focus on school and then we go to work and then I come home and I have a half an hour to myself, uh, seeing kind of what you need to implement day to day. So if you need more self-care, how can we put that in your day to day? If we need less, um, social media, how can we do that? Just kind of more, more time for yourself is really, really important. It kind of makes all these things easier. 
That's a tough one because I believe that like, again, I believe it's important to have all these things going on. If there's something that is making you miserable, I don't think that anybody should be forced into doing something that makes them absolutely miserable. Um, There's a difference between working hard and doing things that you should. So like, I believe in part-time jobs, like what teenager fully loves their part-time job. If they do, that's fantastic. I believe that's really important. Um, but if it's making you absolutely miserable to the point that you're mentally drained, I would look into something else. Driving school, that's only temporary and it's important. Again, like these things, it's a lot, but the more that you can kind of set up a routine for yourself and just stay organized, these, this is really going to help you throughout life. So finding that time management now and that organizational, those organizational skills is really going to help you throughout life. So I love that you are all about this. I love that you have a lot going on. It's really, really important. And just like I was saying, create a routine for yourself that works for yourself. If you need to throw in some time for yourself in the morning, so you get some self-love in, that's important. Um, yeah, hopefully that helped. Advice on not comparing myself to others on TikTok and Instagram. Really good question. I have talked about comparison on social media before in another podcast episode. My my biggest advice, number one, don't follow people who you feel like you're constantly just, who, who you feel is kind of toxic to you. We don't have time for that. Go through your list. Do a little clean out, a little purge of who should not be on your timeline, who you don't want to see. Um, but also recognizing that social media is fake as hell. So I really strive myself on, sorry, pride myself on posting very real things and very honest things and very open things and only following people who do the same because I too used to get trapped in the whole, like, oh, this person looks like they're living a perfect life. And, you know, cause people don't post their failures. They don't. So the more that you can follow real accounts and understand that, social media is just a highlight reel. People only post the good things going on and we don't see what's going on behind the scenes. Um, there's this TikToker, TikToker, excuse me, I love who posts the real unphotoshopped versions of celebrities' photos that they've Instagrammed. And it's just crazy how we see that like they're real humans, but they're trying to put on this persona that they're not. So Again, recognizing that social media is fake. People don't post their failures. They don't post, you know, they might post that their morning routine is getting up at 5 a.m. and going to the gym and being all perfect and writing their affirmations down. And maybe they do that dude, they do that quite often, but they're not posting the days that they wake up and they feel like they just need to lay in bed a little bit longer or they need to skip the workout. They don't post that. So understanding that everybody's on their own path. Everybody has their own story. Some people just choose not to share it. Following real accounts, real and honest accounts, that is key. How do I deal with a burnout? Okay. When I have a burnout or when I feel a burnout coming on, it's like this big siren, big loud siren in my head going off that is like something's up take time to take care of yourself. So for me, when I know a burnout is approaching, it's usually like I have lack of motivation. I don't feel like working. It takes everything out of me to sit my ass at the computer. Um, It makes me not want to touch my phone. I don't want to go on social media. I don't even want to text people back. Like I don't want to do anything like that. 
So when that's going on, I usually know that I need to take a break. I'm either overworked or I'm overtired or I'm, I have a lot of emotions that need to get out of my head and maybe I'm keeping too many things in. So I usually talk it out. I talk to somebody, whether it be somebody in my support system or additional professional help, whatever that might be. I write it out. Um, I kind of take a day off or like some time off just to focus on me and kind of get a little bit of a refresh. Um, But I think it's honestly, without a doubt, just a siren going off being like, you need time for yourself. You need to work on yourself before you go back to doing what you normally do. Hopefully that helps. (laughs) Have you ever been through heartbreak? How do I get through it? Help me. Okay, girl, I am so sorry. First of all, this question reading it broke my heart a little bit. Um, No pun intended, but let's talk about this. So I, I know for this individual, it's about a significant other. Uh, But I think heartbreak can also come in many different forms. I think it can come in losing, you know, like grieving. It can come in death. It can come from losing a job, losing a friend, and of course, a significant other. So you're not going to want to hear this, but truly, like anything, it takes time. And I think the number one thing no matter how painful it is, you have to allow yourself to feel those emotions. You have to let yourself feel sad, feel mad, feel angry, feel happy, feel everything. Cry it out if you have to. You have to go through the motions um, because if we bottle it up and think we're, we're strong enough to get through it without feeling anything, it's just going to come back to bite you in the ass. So take your time. And when the time is right, you will finally bounce back and you'll get through it. I have only been through, if we're talking significant others, I've only really been through one heartbreak, we could say. I wouldn't even call it like a full heartbreak, but one really disappointing scenario when it came to another person in this sense. And for me, I... I have always been very strong and very strong-willed, especially when it came to boys. Like if they didn't want me or something like that, or it didn't work out in my favor, I have always had the mindset of, okay, it wasn't meant to be and I could move forward. Um, But I think the most important thing is, First of all, kind of giving yourself a chance to get away from this person. So allowing yourself to cut them off. Don't drunk text them. I, I've definitely done that. But, you know, avoiding the phone, uh, taking time away, not allowing yourself to just like call them and kind of fight for them. Like if it's done, it's done. Allowing yourself to feel um, a big thing that for me that I do just for my own sanity is I love to drive when I'm, when I need it. I call them my own personal therapy sessions. I love going on long drives. I remember the day after I, well, this person ended things with me. I drove the next day just around for nine hours straight. I just drove and I listened to music and it helped me and I cried and I went through like, I'm crying and I'm sad to, I'm happy, I'm okay, it's going to be okay. 
and I just kind of felt everything. Uh, I talked to my friends um, and I just got through it. And with time, it was okay and everything worked out the way it was meant to. So just kind of allowing yourself to feel your feelings and then just trusting that it will all be okay, but we don't have to jump there. Okay. We don't have to jump to when it's all okay. You do have to feel and it hurts and it's hard. You do have to feel though. And then once you're through it, you look back and you're like, oh, okay, I'm fine. I'm a badass bitch and I can get through anything. You got this. I'm sorry that happened, but I know you will totally be okay. All right, guys, I think that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about. My mouth is now very dry and I probably talked your ear off. So thank you guys for submitting your questions. I love to talk about this kind of stuff. And if you ever have any questions for me in the future, please just reach out and I'd love to share it and do what I can as the human I am. All right. Where am I going with this? Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. For more information on coaching workshops and more, check out my website, theflourishingspace.ca or follow my Instagram and Facebook at theflourishingspace. For today's affirmation, I will say it twice on the second time. Say it out loud, scream it from the rooftops, stand in a power pose and just shout it. I trust the process and the timing of my life. I trust the process and the timing of my life. One of my all-time favorite affirmations. Woohoo! Okay, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. I love you. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Eat your fruit and keep flourishing.